Good morning. Good morning to those in the building and those not in the building. We say hello this morning. So um, I obviously got the call yesterday, which was 23 hours earlier than I normally expected it, so that was very nice. The, the problem was when he called, there was this thing on television called football. And at this time, the Colts are up 33 to nothing. And I'm like, I can obviously start working on my sermon now. Now, I'm using my Bible and um, I'm using my phone to look up other um, versions of each scripture. And then the, it just keeps changing. And it just keeps changing. The score keeps changing. So now I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Because I'm not focused. Because I have put something else in front of what I should be doing. I'm watching this. So I'm going to go ahead and just rationalize this out. Okay? God wants me to be, pay attention to the sermon, so he's going to have me watch this football game. Well, here I am with this sermon, so we know how that worked out. Because... There are things we use to put us in touch with, your, with the Holy Spirit. And um, I have a couple of songs that I listen to um, that it, it allows me to immediately get to a place of a spiritual connection that I feel that to where when I hear it, I become emotional because I understand that I know I've been changed. So there's a... Uh, an artist by the name of LaShawn Pace, and she has a song called, I Know I've Been Changed. And the verse says, I know I've been changed, God's chemical laboratory of redemption. I went from black soul, dipped in red blood, and came out white as new snow. I've been changed. So as I'm hearing that, and I'm seeing the changes that I just saw on television, I thought about, what should I talk about? Scoreboard, a review, what are we going to do? And I'm just going to call them the fact that we have all been changed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This year, we have all been changed. And we don't take enough time to acknowledge what we have done as people to continue to stay in the word, to continue to rely on faith, to continue to get better and to get stronger. We just keep moving. But I need you to know that you've been changed. Pastor says this all the time. Keep living. Right? Here's the thing. When he says it, we talk about something may happen to you. Let's look at it from the other side. Just keep living. Each and every day, you're alive, keep just living. Just keep living. Every morning when you get up, you know you've already won. Right? As a coach, I like to win. Right? So every morning, I count that as a win because I rose today. I was able to get up. I'm able to put my feet on the floor. I'm able to stand slowly, but I'm able to stand. And I get up, and I get to go walk down my, I make my bed, my half of the bed first. I walk down the hallway. I'm able to take my curing machine and start my coffee. I'm able to go back in and do this, because I know I've been changed because years before, I lived on the streets. I ate out of garbage cans. I didn't realize that it was my 23rd birthday until I looked while I was waiting for dope 
and I saw on the Las Vegas Review Journal that it was September 7th, didn't even know it was my birthday. Now I've been married long enough to the same woman that for half our lives we have been together, and Lord, how we've changed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I take that, and I understand how powerful that is. And then when I come in here, I know, I know that I have a life that's worth living. So if I have a life that's worth living, that means I'm living a life that he died for. My quality of life has earned his death. We just don't, we don't, we don't take that like we should take that. He died for us. So what are you going to do today that you earn that? By following, by being disciplined, by being obedient, by submitting your life to him because we still think it's our life, right? Like we have this really cool idea that I'm doing this. Okay, well, let's review yesterday for me. What I was doing was more important was watching a football game than studying and understanding the word so I could come here before you today and give you this message. So maybe I should continue to live his life. Because when I live his life, I see my wife change, I've seen my mom change, I've seen my daughter change, I've seen my son change. In fact, my son is in St. Thomas right now, okay? Which has been difficult this week because he has sent pictures of beautiful water and these pristine beaches and I'm in my head trying to not cuss that boy out. Because it's cold here. But I know that my son, who was an introvert, who stayed inside, who didn't want to go out, who I had to ground to go get his driver's license, has now made a change on a plane so he can stay longer in St. Thomas. I know he's been changed. And he's been changed by coming to this church and working with these people and understanding the power that he has. Live like you were worth dying for because you are a believer. Think about where you were when you were called. Think about where you were, how your life was like, what you were doing, who you were doing it with, who you were hanging out with. When your life has been changed, the group that you hang out with is smaller. Okay? You're going to lose some people. Thank God. Because we're going to allow some of those people to hang on, right? We don't need to do that. Acknowledge your change. Acknowledge it. Accept it. Be grateful. Revel in it. Laugh about it. You, you need to celebrate the life that you have now that was so different than you had before. And I know this. I know this. I know this. I know this because I have friends who live it. My friend Elliot. Elliot, can I talk to you for a second? Let me talk to you, Elliot. Years ago, I met you broken. Broken. Humbled like you've never been humbled before, and you asked to do something in this church, and pastor said, just raise your voice, right? Now look at you. Married, homeowner, doing everything you're supposed to do, traveling with your work, because God has allowed you to go on, because we see him on Tuesday nights with his cool little orange vest and his little earpiece and his walkie-talkie when the phone is looking up at whatever plant he is at that week, he is still on the call because his life has been changed, and he knows where the change has come from. So I see Elliot every day, and I know it. I know that I know that I know, because some of us don't take people as the living word. We just skip over it. We want to see the burning bush. 
We're not going to see the burning bush. We're going to see the living word in people. And we know we've been changed because we're able to handle situations that we didn't think we could handle. Right? We can handle, cha- we can handle situations we didn't think we could handle because I've seen it happen. I'm not going to say her name, but she might be sitting close to pastor. Okay? I have seen a woman who was afraid to speak, afraid to talk, afraid to admit that she was hurting, come to Bible study and stay in Bible study and grow and see her acknowledge the difficulty of her situation that she went through. When her family broke apart, she stood and she stood anyhow because she is changed. She's changed, she's changed, she's changed. And she believes in who she is now more because she understands the blood of Christ that has covered her, that's taken away that stain, that's made her brand new. And she walks with her head held high, and she walks different. And I get to see her come in this building. I know she's been changed. I know that she has. I sat, I thought about this one, because this one means a lot to me. I got to see a sister face the most horrible situation and bravely continue to walk forward into that building to see what she had to see and face what she had to face. And we walked her through it. We were able to be there and talk her through the most difficult situation you could ever have ever have. And we talked her through it because you know why? I've been changed. And since I've been changed and I've been given this power, this new life, I was able to talk to my sister and tell her it doesn't matter because we're not going to let him win today. No matter what is being faced today, we are going to stand right here together. We're going to hold hands together and we're going to walk through this. And you have done that each and every day, each and every day. And I see that. And it's fantastic, because you walk through it, because you've been changed, because you did not allow. You did not allow Satan who walked into that church, Satan who gave you this difficulty, you did not allow to take that over because you've been changed, because I know the old one, the old one got with him, right? It got real ugly. But because you've been changed, because you've been changed and you stand and you understand the power of the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, here you are. And I just salute you for what you've done. Because what you've done is amazing. Because you've done work. We've done work. The Friday after Thanksgiving, I went up to uh, see my aunt who was dying. She was in hospice. And... I saw this person who was supposed to be my aunt. That wasn't her. It hurt me because I knew she wasn't understanding what was happening to her, but I do understand she knew God. And then as we leave, I get a phone call that tells me that my back surgery date has been changed. So do I flip out? No, it's just, all right, well, we keep moving. Because we've been changed because we don't let obstacles get in the way. So yesterday we did her service. 
And as we're driving to St. Joe, my mom, who's here, hi, Ma, <laughs> was nervous. But she was able to tap in and hear, as we were playing gospel, what she needed to hear. And she said she was scared. And I looked at her and I said, you have testified before Congress. You've testified before Congress. You have, in your most Nana B way, told congressmen where they can go. <laughs> to their face. In their office. In front of their staff. So I know that you have the, the power to do this. And she stood up and she eulogized her sister and she used that power because she has been changed because I got to stand over here this morning and watch a family who had never been to church. When we grew up, we never went to church. I got to see my wife, my mom, and my daughter all in unison singing and praising God. And if you want to tell me that we haven't been changed, I'm going to call you a liar because I have seen that change. I've seen that change. In Romans, Romans chapter 5, verse 1 and 2, it reads this way. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, peace with God because of what Jesus Christ and our Lord has done for us. Two, because of our faith, Christ has brought us into a place of undeserved privilege where we now stand and confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. Understand the words where we now stand. Not where we've been in the past. Where we now stand is a changed place. There is evidence and change in everything around us. We just have to understand that God is talking to us through that change. That we're no longer just Babes in Christ, we now eat meat. Yes, We're now becoming more mature Christians because we've allowed ourselves to grow, to heal, and to get better. Yes. That is change. Yes. Because of our faith, that's an evidence of change. Yes. Where we now stand, evidence of change. We are confident and joyful, evidence of change. When you first come to church, you're all excited and fired up, but you're not real confident in what you know and what you don't know, so you just keep coming. Most of us think that we're happy because of happenings. We don't understand that joy comes from within. And for us to get better and for us to change, we have to understand where that joy comes from. And for you to tap into that and to understand that, that takes change. That takes growth. That takes studying and understanding the word so you can get better. And if you don't think you haven't done that, look back to where you were January 1st and understand how far you've come this year, how much you've grown, how many, have, how many times you faced adversity and you overcame it and you didn't fall back to your old ways. Evidence of change. Understand the power that he has put through your weakness. Your cracks allow his strength to show. And if you don't have any cracks, he cannot show you how strong he really is. And if you don't have any cracks, well, you're just ignorant. I, I wish I could put, I have a different word I could use, but I'm not. Because of our faith.
where we now stand, we are confident and joyful. We are confident and joyful. We can face anything. We have to understand how powerful we are. There's a young lady who usually sits up here and reads. Okay? She's one of my favorite people. I love Heather, all right? Heather's cool. I like Heather. Because Heather just revels in her um, weakness. She understands her weakness. She understands how her Lord's strength moves her out of her weakness. Homeowner now, right? That's the evidence of change, right? Homeowner, evidence of change. Reader, evidence of change. Oh, here's the one of my favorite parts about Heather. This is really cool. She smiles. Okay? She didn't used to smile, okay? She used to hold her breath in church, right? She smiles. She's a part of our family now, part of my family because of what she and my wife talk about and how they share. I have seen evidence of change. I've seen it. We've talked about how cool it is that we can talk about the things that bother us, that hurt us, that we can share with other people, and then we can get stronger. That is evidence of change. So I know I've been changed. I know I have. Ephesians 3 and 12. Ephesians 3 and 12. Because of Christ and our faith in him, we can now come boldly and confidently in the God's presence. You know what kind of change you got to make to be able to walk around like that with your head held high every day? That we don't stand in defeat. We don't live in shame. We don't live in guilt. Those words no longer have any meaning. What we now have is a boldness of the blood of Jesus Christ that was spilled for me, that gives me strength, that gives me courage, and it brings me joy. And I can boldly walk wherever I want to walk because I stand in the light of the Lord and he has, he has ordered my path. And that's fact. There is no doubt about that. What he has done and we, he has shown us, what he has given us the ability to do is amazing. Amazing. My wife. Hold on a second. I'm a little dry here. This I've seen growing my wife to put flowers together, right, to see things that I, I, mean, I don't know. It's flowers. It's just flowers. I just go because I'm, it's flowers. I don't know. To see her confident, to see her not to doubt, in the last eight months to see how someone has recognized her and given her courage because she has found something that she is extremely talented at and she continues to grow and make that happen. So this morning, she's looking at flowers that were at a wedding in St. Thomas and they matched the exact ones she put together here in Kansas City. Now, how do you do that without being confident? How do you do that without being changed? Because of Christ and our faith in him, we can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. We walk right into the water now. 
we walk right into the storm. We walk right into the fire. Because we are boldly and confidently stepping through there because we know that we will not be hurt. We walk with it. We talk it because we believe it. We see it. We have a pastor who went through, I don't know, nuclear radiation, stuck in some sort of like, whatever it was, some sort of confidently. Confidently. You're doing something that it ain't legal yet. It's not out for everybody. He is going to stand on the word and the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and he's going to walk forward and physically show us who can't get it from here. We can get it from here, and we can see him walk and do it. That's because he's been changed. He's been changed. There's no, there's, like, I don't. What he does to go through what he has and to show up every day, every day, Right? Yeah. Every day he shows up. Yeah. And if you can't get it from that, you can see the people around you that continue to show up, that continue to get better, mm-hmm. that continue to heal, yeah. because they know they have been changed. Yeah. All right? All right. right? Yeah. Even my man Gerald's got glasses on today. <laughs> my man. He's been changed, all right? My man G's been changed, okay? Because for a long time, when he was sitting across from where I was, I didn't even need my Bible because I could read the 72 font on his iPad. His weight's been changed. His wife's weight's been changed. They've taken care of themselves. They've moved forward. And they are examples to know that they have been changed because they continue. They continue to stand on the word. They continue to live in that. We know that they've been changed. So, Ephesians 7. I'm sorry, 4 and 7. And it reads this way. However, he has given each one of us a special gift through the generosity of Christ. You've been changed. It says it right there. You've been given a gift. You may not quite understand that gift right now, but you will. It will be blatant. It will be, it will hard, it will be hard to ignore, right? For like, my mom, uh, my mom gives me gifts still, they're, but they're very meaningful because they have meaning in them. So on my school keys, I have a Wiley Coyote, rubber Wiley Coyote. Because it took a little something extra to get him to pay attention. Like an anvil dropped on his head. Right? Some of us need that anvil. Some of us need a little word. Some of us need to see somebody. But I have been changed because I don't need to get hit in the head with it. I don't need to. I can now avoid that and go, oh, wait a minute, okay, I got that. And just continue to move. That's because I know I've been changed. Ephesians 4, 13 through 16. I'm going to start, actually, I'm going to start at 12. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. How can you do that if you've not changed? 
How can you live his word and build up the people around you if you've not been changed because you have to have something inside you to give? And if you don't have anything inside you, you haven't changed. But because you have that gift inside you, because you've been given the word, because you understand the power of the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and how he grows in you, you are able to talk to others around you. 13. This will continue until we all, nothing on the other side of all, we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ, to be mature in the Lord. That's what we're talking about. That's where we've grown. That's where we've gotten. This whole church has moved to where we are becoming more and more mature in Christ. This has been a, it's powerful. We don't understand how far this church has moved in the last five years. How we've gotten better, how we've faced trials and tribulations and we still grow. I know that to be fact. I know that to be fact. Because we are being put in positions and situations that we have to understand our maturity in Christ to do such things. We did that a couple of weekends ago in this building on a Saturday morning where the men, the men stood for their brother who laid here. We stood. We stood and we delivered. No matter how, no matter how liquid the program was, okay, like, hey, why don't you and Larry go take the graveside? You were walking out, oh, oh yes, sir. And we did it. Why? Because our brother was there. And our love for that brother, as a man, we can show that we have loved another man and that we will honor him with everything that we do there at that gravesite. That's changed. It wasn't panic. It was unpreparedness. Because I thought Larry was going to do it, so I didn't bring my book. All of a sudden, I got the assignment. I'm like, Larry, I don't have my book. We did it, and we stood there, and nobody didn't know that we didn't know that they didn't know that we didn't know. We just did it because we have the we have that maturity in us. We've made that change. We've grown up. We stand strong and we stand firm in the Lord because He has made us powerful and strong and confident, and we walk in that. We walk in that. We will no longer be immature like children. That's evidence of change. We will not, we will not, we will not be immature like children. We will take this strength. We will take this maturity. We will walk upright. We will eat solid food. We will move the obstacles out of our way for us to continue to grow in the love of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Twelve, the responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and to build up the church of the body of Christ. And if you don't think that Pastor Fields hasn't done that for us, you better re-look at yourself, re-examine that. Because he has lived that scripture. He does that each and every day. He's allowed us to grow so that we no longer think as children. This will continue until we all come in such unity in our faith 
and knowledge of God's Son, that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. You're going to have me? You're going to have me stand up and be that full measurement of Christ? <laughs> All right, cool. Because I used to run from that. I used to run from that. I was afraid of that change. I was afraid to become a man. I was wanting to live more like a child and act like a child and behave like a child and do, and do childish things. But for the fact that I understand his blood was spilt for me. And then I sit in here and I study and I listen and it's made me more subservient to him, which has allowed my family to grow, which has made an evidence of change. Fourteen, we will, we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like truth. Instead, we will speak the truth of love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who's the head of the body like the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. And that's who we are. We have seen it. We have witnessed it. We've watched people throughout this year face trials and tribulations that they did not know how to handle, they couldn't have handled, but because they sat in the pews and witnessed to other people around them of what's going on, they have grown and they have changed. That is what we know. Instead, and growing. Instead, we could act this way, but instead, we choose growth. We can act this way, but we instead, instead, we want to stand on the word of Christ. We want to act this way, but instead, I know that he, has, was, he died for me, and he cleansed me, and it makes me upright with him. We understand this. We know this, that we have been changed. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy. That means all of us. That means to make a change, you have to admit that you're sick. To make a change, you have to admit that you have weakness. To make a change, you have to understand that you have doubt. To make a change, you must understand that you have fear. To make a change, you admit that you have guilt. And with that change comes new life, new strength, new power to make you into the person that God has made you to be out of the womb when he knew your name. He knows my name. You're right about that. He knows my name. And I'm able to stand up here and go every day into the depths of hell and go to school and walk in there and be like, you know who I am. There ain't no questions about what I'm doing. No questions. No doubt, no fear, no concern. I can face anything. I can do that because I know that I know that I know that I've been changed, that we've been changed, and we can stand on it. We believe it. We have to understand that every gift you need 
is within you this whole time. When we did some cleaning and we removed some childish behaviors, like trying to be right all the time, that's childish. Okay? Trying to be right all the time. One of the things I had to learn this year is it's better to be in peace than be right. But being in peace makes me correct because it allows me to get out of the way. It allows the Lord to guide me because I didn't have that before, and I have it now. The things, the gifts that we have have allowed us to grow and get better. Understand without a single doubt that you've been changed, that I've been changed, we've all been changed, and we are not afraid, we are not afraid, we are not afraid, no matter what comes in front of us, no matter what obstacle, no matter what it is, know that you have been changed. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to end here. Okay, I want you all to understand um, the power of speaking that out, that change. Okay, so um, in pregame, at the end of the pregame, I always say, who's got my back? And the kids say, I got your back. And we go back and forth and we get excited. Understand that when you ask who's got your back, Understand that God has had your back. The Holy Spirit has your back. The Holy Spirit is covering you. The Holy Spirit is growing within you. And the Holy Spirit is allowing you to make that change. And that's the change that we've made. Pastor Fields. I told Isaac uh, I wasn't coming up here taking off, but I have to do this, okay? The message for Sunday is on my desk. Yeah, it's on my desk for today. It's on my desk in there. It's on there, and we was getting ready to have it. Holy Spirit said, this ain't your time. You need to sit, not stand. You got to listen to him. You got to listen to the Holy Spirit because what you all needed today was DJ. Yeah. 